Do you realize that you are an heir? That you have an inheritance? It's true. You have an inheritance. And, and I'm not speaking of some airy-fairy, lofty, uh, sweet-by-and-by type of inheritance. No, this is a very concrete inheritance. You are a joint heir with Christ. If you are in Christ Jesus, you are a joint heir with the Father's Son. And you belong to the household of God. You have been placed in his household. Not as a servant, not as an employee, but as a child. Someone who has full inheritance rights in that household. That's what I want to chat with you about in this uh, episode of Serenity Break. I hope you're having a good day. I'm glad you're with me. I'm glad that we can take this time together and pause and remind ourselves of who we are in Christ and who he is to us and how we can cause at any time during the day ourselves to be encouraged, to be uh, um, strengthened, knowing that the great reality in our life is who we are in Christ, not the way the markets are going that day, not how traffic was this morning on the way to work, not the threat of perhaps losing your job, or not your health, not your family situation. None of those things dictate the great reality. The great reality is who you are in Jesus Christ. And so let's talk a little bit more about that. Ephesians chapter 1, Paul says this, beginning in, well, actually, verse 3, he says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. We have to understand that, that our inheritance is not something we earned. It's not something we merited. It's not something we invoked. It's not something we initiated. It is something that God has included us in by his gracious act in sending his Son. Even our faith in responding to his Son is a gift. Somebody once said that salvation is something that happens to us, not by us. (laughs) I think there's something to that. And then dropping down to verse 11 in Ephesians chapter 1, we read, In him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will, in order that we, who were the first to put our hope in Christ, might be for the praise of his glory. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. End quote. It was in God's eternal mind that he decided, he chose, made it his purpose to create for himself a people worthy of his glory, worthy of his presence. 
And while this was delayed, that purpose was delayed in Jesus in, in Adam, it was fulfilled in Jesus Christ. And all now who are in him. There was a point in time then, in history, when you, by the mercies of God, and by the regenerating work of the Spirit through the gospel, you heard the gospel and you believed. That too was a work of God. That too was intended to uh, fulfill God's eternal purpose in your life. And now you are an heir. Now you are established as a joint heir of Jesus Christ. Let's look at a few other texts real briefly here. Hebrews 9.15 Hebrews 9.15 puts it this way. For this reason, Christ is the mediator of a new covenant, that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance, now that he has died as a ransom to set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant. God has established a new covenant, an unconditional covenant, a covenant in which he puts his spirit within you and writes his laws and on his on your heart and on your mind and you have a new will you have a new motivation for living as a result under the new covenant so Christ is the mediator not of the old covenant not simply to appease God's wrath under the old covenant but to give you a new nature to put his spirit within you so that you are not any longer under law, but walking by the Spirit. It is those who walk by the Spirit, those who have the Spirit of Christ, who are in Christ. That is a definite reality in your life, even now. The presence of the Holy Spirit in your life, dwelling in you, is your assurance that you are sealed for the full realization one day of this glorious inheritance. Let's look at one more text real quick since we're running out of time. 1 Peter 1, 4. He says it this way, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, never spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. End quote. So you are an heir. You have an inheritance. You are a joint heir with Christ. It is something that God has done for you on your behalf in his Son. It is an accomplished fact. Though it is yet to be fully realized, even that realization, even that future realization, is something that God has committed to preserve. And the Holy Spirit dwelling in, in you right now 
is your present moment assurance that that inheritance is yours. Go rejoicing, reminding yourself of that great reality that no matter what else is happening, you have that great reality to remind yourself and to refresh your mind and to continue to rejoice in the Lord. Amen.